Hello and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, single track session number 132. I am your host, Eric Manning, and it is April. So a few things to talk about this week, and I'm going to uh, spin a few things. But uh, first off, hope everybody had a great April Fool's. No one got tricked too badly. Probably one of my least favorite holidays, um, If is it a, even if it is... I don't know, is it really a holiday? Is it a holiday if you don't get off work? That's what it should be, right? If it's you don't get off work, is it a holiday? Or is it just a day with a name, like cheese curd day? I don't get off for that. I don't get off for IPA day, right? Which I should. I think everybody, everybody should get the day after IPA day off, though, right? Because that's really when you probably need it, so... Heading into the podcast, let's go ahead and announce our beer of the week. It is from Lagunitas. It's the Hop Stupid Ale. Um, just, it's just a, it's a clutch beer. You know what you're getting, right? Um, it is, uh, what is it? Like 8%. It's from uh, Lagunitas Brewing Company in California. I think they have some one in Chicago as well. Um, I'm going to say this one's from California because I live closer to California. But it's just a solid beer. Just a smooth taste. You know what you're getting every time. Kind of a you know, could be a go-to beer if you have it on hand. Um, not a lot of risk. You know, it's got a it's a good good finish to it. Um, anyway, I always like that Lagunitas Hop Stupid. They've got some really good beers too at Lagunitas, not just this one, but this is one that I quite regularly have in the fridge and ready to roll. So, thank you to Lagunitas and thank you to all you beer makers out there. Uh, but that's the beer of the week. Next up, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Hemp Daddy's Therapeutics. So we had uh, Caleb on the show. I don't know, it's been a little over a month ago and uh, we talked about um, CBD oil um, with his company. And as we've mentioned for years, and I feel comfortable with this, is we don't promote, we don't talk about, we don't get into too many products if it's not something that, you know, we're going to believe in, stand by, use, whatever. And I can honestly say, um, you gotta be, you gotta be careful, right? So I think everybody just with anything, you know, whether it's an energy gel, an energy drink, um, electrolyte drink, whatever it is, everybody is different. You know, how their body takes it, how they respond to it. CBD oil for the last two months has absolutely been a game changer for me. And I've cycled on and off it to kind of just get a better feel for it. And I sleep so much better than I have in years, not weeks, not months, years. Um, I've ramped up my, my, uh, my gym workouts, you know, weights, kettlebells, um, running. I haven't ramped too much up, but you know, running and you know, I don't really have the residuals and I did have a few workouts. Um, this was probably a week or two ago and I did, I was expecting to be sore. It was a lot of, uh, squats you know, where I call it my haunch, you know, or the inner thigh area towards the buttocks, the flank, um, gets really sore. And the next day I, I struggle and had a really hard workout and I didn't have that. And I was, I'm going to, it's hard to say it's a hundred percent one thing, but I, from experience, there's gotta be something there, but, uh, huge supporter of, uh, Caleb and hemp daddies and they are stepping up or partnering with them for the month of April. Um, but please check them out. Uh, I know a lot of people out there are skeptical. A lot of people are like myself, you know, not just skeptical, but wanting to know more information or maybe on the fence on something. But, you know, it's a full spectrum CBD oil. 
It's made with organic hemp, um, third-party tested. Um, you know, helps with a lot of things. You know, inflammation reduction, pain relief, sleep uh, recovery. You know, all these important things. Um, do your research though, and I, I mean that. And if you can go to hempdaddies.com and check it out, because Caleb has done an amazing job of highlighting a lot of the the buzz topics out there or the issues people may have. And I've, I've looked around at a few other sites since then, and they don't really address a lot of things. And I think with Caleb, he's just upfront and very honest. I've known him before hemp daddies. And that's, I think one of the other things is I just know the type of person he is. And, uh, yeah, anyway, I want to, I want to give a shout out and I thank you to hemp daddies. We're partnering with them for the month of April. If you want to give it a try though, you can use code trail CBD. Now you get 10% off and free shipping. Also helps support the show. Let them know that, Hey, you know, we came from trail manners type thing, but, uh, it's uh it's not a miracle drug or it's not a miracle cure. It's not a miracle pill, whatever you want to call it. And I think that's what some people have tried to label it as or, or, or get across from it. And you know, it's not, it's, it's just a tool. You know, we talk about that a lot on the show and I am 100% behind this right now. Um, no side effects. It only been a few months, but I have probably researched it more than I've done with most things and super impressed. Um, so anyway, if you want to check it out, please do do your research. I mean, that's the biggest thing. And if you don't like it, if it doesn't work for you, great. Right. I mean, you, it doesn't, not everything works for everybody, right? Like I don't think paying taxes works for me well, but I still do it. Um, I know not everybody likes IPAs, unfortunately, and I know not everybody likes cheese curds. So, you know, there are some problems in the world that we need to address, but anyway, check them out. Hempdaddies.com. And uh, we're super, super happy to be partnering with them for the month of April and always open if you have any questions for me. If I can't answer them, Caleb is amazing as well, so check it out. All right, let's move on to our past episode. We did it. We did it. Can I get a round of applause? I'll hold. Okay, that's short enough. We came out of the podcast on Tuesday. Yes, I know. It's been a while. Trust me, I can feel it. I feel the tension. I feel obligations. I, I, you know, was restless, but CBD will help me sleep. Um, we had Michael or Mike McKnight on, on Tuesday. And once again, just an absolutely amazing story. And just like anything else, you know, there's so much more when you start peeling layers back. And those are my favorite types of guests. I know, uh, you know, there's a lot of you know, we're a trail running podcast. There's a lot of podcasts out there, which I'm all in support of. There's, you know, everybody has their own style. Everybody has their own way. And there's a lot of people um, that listen to Trail Manners, that listen to a lot of other podcasts. And I think that's fantastic. Um, one thing I do enjoy is uncovering, you know, it's not like we found him and he's brand new to the scene, but just some of the stories he had to tell, um, just incredible. I mean, just a quick hitter that just, he broke his back, right? He's got a rod, he's got screws, and he's crushing 200-mile races. So it's not just about, you know, just the races and, you know, him having the Triple Crown fastest time for the combination of them or all these things. It is such a story and a journey and just inspiration. You know, it makes me like five o'clock, my alarm goes off to go running. I don't feel like it. 
And then you hear stories like, like Mike, and there's so many out there, and it would take a lifetime to uncover them all for sure, and they're continually happening. But uh, it's so inspiring to see somebody not use any types of excuses, kind of push past maybe the social norm or maybe what, uh, you know, people think, right? It's, oh, you broke your back, oh, running's bad for your knees, all this stuff. But you see a guy that has come through this and come out the other side and just it shows people, you know, if you do things the right way, if you if your heart is in it, and I think that's the important part. And you have the support, and, and he talked about that in, at great length. Anything's possible, you know, and man, he was, he was inspiring to me and just sitting across from him. And I've, I've talked with Mike quite a few times in the past, but finally getting him on the show and hearing his story and just seeing, and that's one thing with the podcast that we're going to try and do something different. I'll get to that later in the show, but just seeing the, the faces and seeing the emotion and seeing a sparkle in an eye, you know, a, a twinge in the in the in the smile as it brings up. It's hard to relay that sometimes, and we try to do the best we can on the podcast. But those stories, I hope to keep uncovering. Um, not to say we won't have, again, we'll use the word "quote unquote" elite athletes, right? Um, which are just normal people that just excel at what they do. Um, it's not to say we won't have those types of people on the show because I love their stories as well. But, you know, people like Mike, the, and I don't know, maybe it's the wrong word usage, but I'm not politically correct, but the average person, right? I mean, the person that you see, you know, at the grocery store and you just don't know their story. Um, I want to uncover more of those because those are fascinating. So if you know anybody out there with stories like that that are willing to share, um, let me know, right? Send, uh, send me an email. Uh, have them send me an email, what it is. We'll definitely do what we can to get them on the show because I think those ones for me are just the most inspiring and I get a lot of good emails from people that enjoy those, and so we definitely want to bring you more of those because they're they're fun, right? And hopefully, you know, we do things the right way to where we can relay that message to you, and everybody gets a little something out of it, at least a feel good, at least a goosebump or two, um, which happened to me happens to me quite a bit. I'm kind of that guy that has my emotions on my sleeve for good or bad, and uh, yeah. Anyway, go back and listen to that episode 138. Um, with Mike McKnight, such an awesome guy, a true guy, genuine guy, um, fun show, just a, just a very good and inspired. I went back and, you know, I've listened to it five or six times cause I mix them, but it's just, it was fun. And, uh, he's a good guy up next though. We do have another one on the schedule for next Tuesday, uh, episode 139. I'm happy to bring to you a couple different guests. And we're going to be talking about coping and returning from some serious um, injuries or surgeries. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, push the limits and things happen, right? And, and throw on our, our uh, feel goods and heal up, you know, on the subject is uh, Power Stash Tolbert. You know, he uh, tore his Achilles skiing this past weekend. We've had him on the show multiple times. Just an awesome dude, runs for Under Armour, great athlete, better person. Um, you hate to see that, but it happens, right? I mean, we push our bodies, we do different things. Injuries happen regardless. You can step off a curb, as we've seen before. Um, but yeah, we want to wish, wish Power Stash Tolbert to heal up. Speed recovery. We love you, buddy. And we'll get you on the show uh, when the time comes again. But next Tuesday, I have two guests on the show. A couple friends of mine, uh, Debbie Farka, who uh, did a single track session with me not too long ago, and Jim Skaggs, who you know most likely is a race director. Both have been on the show, um, and that's... 
what happens when you're my friend, right? Uh, but anyway, they both come back from surgeries um, at different different types of surgeries, different types of progressions. And we're going to talk about the mental, physical, and emotional side of that on Tuesday. A little roundtable discussion. Um, knock on wood, I haven't been to the, the extreme they have surgery-wise. Um, but I know people struggle, whether it's a big one, whether it's a rolled ankle, a pulled hammy, you know, to uh, torn Achilles, which happened to Jim Skaggs um, twice. Um, we'll talk about that uh, so people can have a better mindset, you know, uh, maybe that people have been hurt. And we just had another good friend of the show, um, Matt Ozanek from from Colorado, uh, awesome dude. He he broke his leg earlier in the year, and he's back on the trails. So it's always inspiring to see what motivates and pushes people, and it makes people like myself, the lazy ones that, you know, have nothing wrong except maybe mentally and struggle to get on a run. And you're thinking, man, there's people that physically cannot do it that would do anything to do it, and here I am. You know, pounding a bag of cheese curds and a summer sausage and an IPA and not running. So, anyway, hope you enjoy that show coming up on Tuesday, uh, episode 139. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then we have some uh, scheduled after that. We're going to be doing a show down in Zion, uh, in that Zion National Park. I'll be heading down there in a couple weeks with some friends, doing a little camping, uh, doing some running. Uh, we'll see how I do as far as doing large miles. I know a lot of people want to do uh, part of the traverse. Some of it is closed. Uh, one of the trails are working on, but... My favorite sections are still open, so I just got to see how much I can push through that. But there's friends from Bellingham coming down, uh, Jeff Hart, um, Allie, um, Jim Skaggs kind of spearheaded that. Um, fun little group campsite. We can do a podcast or two down there, just talking to people, just doing our thing, talking about running and, and, and destination running and maybe not race-related, you know, like those fun runcation type stuff. And have a great mix of people that are going to be down there. I'm not sure everybody's going to show up. Misty Alessandri, who we've had on the show, she's uh, looks like she'll be down there. But it's going to be a lot of fun. So a few podcasts we got lined up coming up, but uh, always taking requests. You can call the request line here at K Trail Manners. No, I'm not a radio guy, but anyway, let's jump into a couple races. Why they are fresh on everybody's mind. First, we will tackle. Okay, folks, this one is called. Are you ready? Um, for those out there, Barkley Marathons. It is not Barkley's Marathon. It is not Barkley Marathon. It is not any of the above. It is Barkley Marathons. So no S on Barkley, but you have an S on Marathon. Okay, so that's from Frozen Head State Park, Tennessee. And it's been a buzz for quite a few years now. Um, unfortunately or fortunately, depends on how you look at it, there were no finishers this year. So Barkley once again wins, and uh, everybody went away without a finish. There were some fun run finishers. We're not going to get into everybody. I mean, there's just a long list, but uh, it was always interesting. Keith Dunn on Twitter, had a, it was just fun to follow that, uh, to see how everybody was doing. Um, and we'll talk about that more. There's an Ask Trail Manners uh, question towards that as well. But we also want to wish Jared Campbell who everybody knows, and again, just one of the salt of the earth good guys, um, really wrecked his ankle um, on the first loop and wasn't able to continue, and I want to hope he heals up um, nicely um, to get that done, but yep, no finishers, cigarettes smoked, no finishers, 
And we'll, we'll talk more about that at the end of the show because there is an Ask Trail Manners that goes along with that. But, uh, yeah, another year, another goose egg for the runners, which, again, I don't think should surprise anybody with that race, which isn't for everybody, but is for a lot. Next up, kind of the other one we had was a golden ticket race, um, which if you've been paying attention the last few days, there's been definitely quite a stir. Um, it was the Georgia death race um, in all places, Georgia, which makes sense. 74 miles, a lot of elevation gain, just a butt-kicking race um, put on by Sean Blanton, Run Bum Tours. And, you know, I didn't – I follow trail running – because I love it, and I do the podcast, obviously. But I didn't get too, I didn't dive too deeply into all the controversy here. Um, and I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give a plug, which I don't do a lot. But if you go to Ultra Runner Podcast, Eric Strands did a interview with Sean Bland. I have yet to listen to it on purpose. I want to do the podcast first, and I don't really don't listen to a lot of podcasts just because I don't want to sway me. But, uh, again, uh, Sean Blanton and Eric Strands talked about on Ultra Runner podcast. Um, you can go back and check that out. It's uh, been within the last, obviously, week because the race was just happening. But there's some controversy based on some, uh, I think it was some wrong turns, people running not the correct course. I think it, it affected the women's race more than it affected the um, men's race, but it did affect both races. So it's interesting, folks. I mean, you're talking now any other race. No, I shouldn't say any other. Most races, it may not have as much, I don't even say controversy really, but much grumbling and people talking about it in the world. Um, but it is a golden ticket race. So there's a lot on the line for those front runners. Now, if I'm someone like me in the middle of the Packer, it probably wouldn't affect me at all. Um, but it sounded like uh, 40% of the people ran the wrong course. And that's a lot. Uh, there's some trail construction that went on. Some people went the wrong direction. Um, but how do you handle that? Like my, my hat's off, no matter how it played out or what side you believe in or, or, or whatever corner you're in, whether you're in this race director's corner for making the decision they made or the other corner thinking, oh, he made the wrong decision. I'll tell you, being a race director and not at a big race, um, you know, we do our fun races. There's a lot of pressure that comes with race directing. Now, some races you make money. Right, so hey, it's it's a job kind of, it's a business kind of. You're making some money, so you should be held accountable or or make those tough decisions. But it is hard because there's so much that can happen, and we're seeing it more and more every year, from Hard Rocks to you know whatever it might canceling races like the North Face. So race directing is not an easy job, and we're gonna have a podcast coming up with the race directors that I hope to get really dive deep into some things, but. You know, for making a quick decision and standing by it, from what I understand, Sean is not backing down 100% his decision, doesn't agree any other way. Um, you got to give him some credit for, for standing strong on whatever his decision was. Now, I know there's some other people out there that don't agree with the decision, saying, oh, there, there should have been some more penalties, not penalties, disqualifications because they're not on the course. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to be that person that throws my hat in the ring. I wasn't there. Uh, it's not my, it's not my baby. So however it works out, however it works out. But when you have a golden ticket race, it makes you wonder, right? I mean, there's more ramifications. If there's money on the line, there's more ramifications. Um, so I'm interested to see how that plays out. Cause my understanding is the men's side golden ticket was affected on placement and the women's side, 
you know, that's, I think, where it happened the most. And it wasn't like it was that, like a half mile shorter course. So it wasn't like they went five miles out of the way, they cheated on purpose, anything like that. But it was different. And um, I know there's people quoting other other races saying, hey, if you're off trail, if you don't do the exact race that everybody else does, you're disqualified or whatever. And I think what's going to have to happen, and I don't know if there's a way around it or a good way to do it, a lot of these races are going to have to start coming out with more um, defined penalties. Okay, Now, most races will say you can be disqualified. That's great. But when it gets down to it, you're seeing people wanting to add a time penalty. So I think then, you're, again, you're kind of splitting hairs saying, okay, well, what is a time penalty for what? What's What penalty fits the crime? And there's so many crimes that can happen in a race, cutting a, you know, taking aid from somebody else, cutting a course, um, you know, whatever it might be. Now, obviously, there's some that are auto disqualifications, in my opinion, um, which would be hiding in a bathroom. I think that would be one. But there's a lot that, you know, there needs to be more, and that's on the race director now. That's going to be more work from them. You're going to have to have more penalties in place, and it's just going to keep going that direction. We've seen more of these controversial decisions in races within the last year than we have in a long time, and maybe it is because somewhat of social media, these races are being covered more, so people are around more and seeing more. Because I'm sure it happened five years ago, ten years ago. They just weren't as, either one, you didn't get caught, or two, it just wasn't as... They didn't circulate, I guess. So um, I'm waiting to see what happens with the Georgia death race. I don't think there's going to be change as far as what they said, but uh, the next Golden Ticket race, folks, is Lake Sonoma 50 on April 13th in California, and we hope that all runs smooth so there is no sadness from uh, from people and the front runners. Again, if it was me, middle of the packer, doesn't really affect me. doesn't matter to me who gets the Golden Ticket, who gets the win. I'm finishing my race and uh, hopefully enjoying it. And I've never run a run bum race before. I'd love to. Um, but the word I get is it's legit. You know, they do a great job of uh, catering to the runner, doing good courses. Um, so, you know, it's a one-off thing and it's got a good reputation from everything I know. And I would still love to run a race, uh, especially on the East Coast. I really want to get out to the East Coast. I know I have some plans to head to Vermont in September, which September can't come soon enough, but it can. Like, I'm super excited to go, but there's a lot between now and then that I'm looking forward to. So I don't want it to come too fast, but I, I'm sick and tired. I've seen these amazing, beautiful photos, and there's nothing I can do about it. It's almost like I close my eyes and want to just smell it. Um, but I definitely want to get out to the East Coast um, soon. And maybe the soonest is September. And maybe I'll go out in September and say, you know, I need to come back here more often. And the East Coast, from my understanding, is from, like, the top of the U.S. to the bottom. So the East Coast is pretty – it's a coast on the east, so it's pretty big. So saying I hit Vermont, there's still a lot of territory to roam. You know, there's other races I want that I've looked at that look super cool. So, um yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, But hats off to everybody. That's just a hard race. So you finished or not, your placement or not. Congratulations. Um, right now it's uh, Luzia Bueller and Liz Canty um, holding the golden tickets for the women. Uh, for the men, uh, Morgan Elliott and who was the name? I should have wrote it down. I tried to memorize everything. Um, Morgan Elliott, 
Sean Pope. But then there was some controversy after that, I believe, with Robert Ear and, and uh, somebody else. So we'll see. Let's move on. Enough of that. Enough of the controversy that we love so much in our sport and so much through social media. We thrive off it and we lose sleep and we argue and people's opinions don't matter but our – no, I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll stop there. All right, so next up. Um, all right, tell me this. April Fool's came. That came on Monday. And I tried to stay off social media because I'm like, I'm not going to believe anything I read today. And I think about it. It's like, should I really believe anything I read on social media any day? But some is more believable. But how many people saw an April Fool's prank? Most coming from companies. You know, that's what they do. They launch a new gel. They launch a new drink. They launch a new shoe. You know, whatever it is. Something funny. But how many of you wish they were true? Right? Like some come up with these crazy flavors or crazy ideas. But how many How many you look at and go, wait a minute. That would be awesome. Right? That would be so cool. Um, I wish I would have wrote, there was one that, I, that caught my eye and I can't remember it because I'm old, but, and it was two days ago. Um, but I thought to myself, man, if that, I would buy that today, today, even at crazy amounts of dollars. And I don't remember what it was, so it doesn't make sense and it really doesn't matter, but it does to me. So that's what's important, right? Um, and we'll get to the one, uh, on the show that I did with, cause I recorded the Michael McKnight show on April Fool's Day. And, uh, I had a little April fool. It was kind of funny, but then it, then it brought a trail manners question. My listeners are on it. I love the trail manners listeners. I love you all. Um, I don't need to say that during Valentine's day. I just love you all. And we also, this past week, I teamed up with, uh, someone you may have heard of, uh, a gentleman by the name of Joel Hatch. Me and him teamed up to do a registration night for the Gib Wallace races at Amher Sports. Armor Sports Factory Outlet. They housed us for a few hours as we had people come in and register for the race. So thanks for those that came in and thanks for Armor Sports Factory Outlet for doing that. Race is still open for registration. Um, t-shirts though. If you want to register and get a shirt, you better hurry because this year, if you don't register on time, we're not giving you a shirt, bro. Sorry. And you can't complain because you had time. But, uh, great sponsors. Solomon, as I mentioned, Armor Sports Factory Outlet, Palisades Ultra Trail Series, Ogden Trails Network, Gear 30, the United States Forest Service, folks. Good old Smokey the Baron crew. Mackenzie Exhibit is there doing the Kids K. I really want to stress this. We want, obviously want more registration for the races, the 4-mile and the 10-mile. But come on, Kids K races. Let's spread the word. Let's get it out there. If you've got a kid, put them in the race. Make them earn it. Uh, that was always a fun one, so I really want to see that one grow. And we did have a meeting with Solomon, and I'm going to wait till next week to announce our athlete. So we've been working with Solomon to for our Friday night where we do food, beer, um, discounts, and we have an athlete come in. The first year it was uh, Anna Frost, who, congratulations, I have yet to say congratulations on uh, the birth of your child, as well as Emily Forsberg. So there's going to be a new team starting up here pretty soon. And I might jump on the bandwagon and try to come up with some really ripping cool kids trail running stuff, like kid-based, just for those two. And then, it, of course, it'll take off through social media. But uh, anyway, so we had Anna Frost the first year, Ricky Gates last year. This year we have, I'm not going to tell you till next week. We just confirmation, got confirmation today as I 
talk about it, but I'm going to give it a week just to let it simmer. We're marinating right now, um, simmering it, meow, simmering it right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be awesome. Super excited for the athlete we have, someone I've wanted to meet for a while, um, and now I get that chance because of Solomon and the Trail Matters podcast. Don't miss that. And we'll have registration open for that coming soon, and then you can take a look at it. Also, next week, hopefully, we're going to have a race entry contest for the Gib Wallace race. We'll have a little contest to give away a free entry to that race, um, which is always fun. Um, but, yeah, thanks to our sponsors. If you're looking to sponsor it or be a part of the expo, just message me, manners at trailmanners.com. I also met with good friend Stacy Barker from Barking Goat Studios in Pocatello, Idaho. Um, when I say met, I emailed. But uh, on the hush-hush between me and him right now, um, he's working on a new logo for me. Now, we're not changing anything. We're not changing the Trail Manners logo. We're not getting too crazy. It's a new logo that I've been wanting to do for well over a year, and it's going to be fun. And he's going to start working on that. Um, Stacy has always done a great job for us with our, our logos and help in any way we need, but, uh, Barking Goat Studios in Pocatello, Idaho. Um, he said it's going to be about two weeks. Talked yesterday. So hopefully we'll have some updates and I'm excited to, uh, maybe put it on a thing or two. Um, we're going to have some, some fun stuff, some swag and stuff, uh, for that. And, uh, yeah, pretty excited because I've been wanting to do that for a while. So, all right, what's coming up? So race is coming up. I'm not going to talk about it. You know why? Because I don't like sand. But I want to wish everybody good luck at the uh, Marathon Disables in Morocco. That's coming up uh, this coming weekend, I believe. Strong field, both for the men and women. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people from Morocco running, um, which doesn't surprise me. But uh, I want to wish everybody good luck out there. Um, it's a tough race. It's a big event. It's got a lot of history to it. Um, but this is the Trail Manners podcast. It's my show, and I don't like sand, so I'm not going to cover it too much. We will talk about the winners when they win, but I don't like sand still. And you know what? When I look at the sand there, I think I don't like it. I've never been in Morocco, been to Morocco, but I've seen the movie Sahara. And uh, seeing all that sand and how it moved, I'll take a beach over that for sure. Um, but, yeah, I'm out. We're not going to talk too much about it. But we will talk when it time comes with the uh, the winner. So that's uh, this Sunday, April 7th. Five stages, seven-day race in the sand. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, good luck. And uh, I know a lot of people train hard for that. And it is just, it's a cool event for sure. But uh, a lot of, wish everybody luck, especially Megan Hicks here from the USA, part of I Run Far, five-time finisher, and she won it in 2013. So wish her well. Great person. And uh, it's a tough race from what I hear. And there's sand from what I hear and the pictures I've seen. So next up, we'll talk about our Trail Manners Strava Group, 572 members strong. Maybe by next week, we'll be at 573. Last week's leader's distance, Christian Morgan, 110.6 miles. Total run time, Christian Morgan, 27 hours, 37 minutes, 9 seconds. And climbing, you guessed it, Christian Morgan, 20,371. So... Folks, that's the trifecta. You would have bet on that horse. You'd be going home with some coin this week. So great job, everybody. Next up, we're going to talk Woody Footy. Woody Footy hats are officially ordered. Um, so we will be starting the contest for hat winners coming up. Um, and we have to, have to, have to 
Give a huge shout out to our sponsor for the Woody Footies. Where did your feet take you that we do on Facebook every Sunday? Post an awesome photo of where your foot, feet, foot, maybe you have one. I don't know. That's up to you. Where they took you for the week. Take a cool photo. Tell me where it's at. We pick the winner. That is the picture we use for the single track session. Turtle Miller, good friend of the show, all around awesome dude. He works for Caldwell Banker in St. George. He is the sponsor for one year for the Woody Footy Awards, which means we have new hats. There'll be new logos on them. And I want to take those of you out there that listen to the podcast that like to, to make noise, either on this post on Facebook or email me, manage at trailmanners.com. What color hats do you want? They're going to be truckers. Sorry, that's just the way it's going to be. What color do you want, right? Do you want a, a white front with uh, the brim and the hat color? Do you want an all-one color like we did last year? The logo is going to be done and i'll put that on there but what color you think would be cool for this year what's a one-off these hats that will not be for sale you have to win them special hats stuff that you literally you know sleep in lay them next to you in bed at night because they're so special and you spoon can you call it a hat you have spoon for can you hat something how would you do that let me think about let me draw a picture yeah i don't know if you could do that but uh but yeah what color hats message me put it on facebook what color hat should we go with haven't decided yet um, as far as the color of the hat. The logo is ready, so they're going to be on order, but it's the hat color, right? Um, I already ordered one color, but I'm looking at doing a different color um, to spice it up a little bit. So what are you looking at? All right, so those are coming. Uh, excited about that. So this week's uh, Woody Footy. We didn't have a ton of posts. Might have been one of our slower weeks, but uh, quality-wise, through the roof, man through the roof uh andrew giles let's start off with him victoria bc absolutely stunning and i'm going to call you the runner up this week sorry um but that's how good it was um super cool to see that photo just gorgeous um and so cool to get around with your daughter how awesome is that so uh, beautiful um rachel zeiler i think z-e-i-l-e-o-r i hope i'm saying that right one of the places I love, and this is, uh, for Rachel, this could be a framed piece of art. Uh, Cannon Beach, Oregon road trip with her daughter. What's this daughter stuff going on? You're playing at my heartstring. Cannon Beach, so iconic, and the picture is breathtaking. Um, also, Kelsey Hill, Tiger Mountain, Issaquah, Washington. Ooh, that's a beautiful area. Awesome. Had an awesome one. Uh, another one, um, Garrick Aarons from Boise Foothills. Clouds in that one were on point. Christopher Fell, that's a great-looking shot. Um, Jason Koenig from Chesapeake Beach, Maryland, has a nice ocean with the sun coming out. Jeff Hart, uh, late Whatcom, um, Bellingham Bay, Washington. That makes me giggle because it's Bellingham. Uh, Dave Stevenson in the desert in Utah. Um, there's some sand, um, David. Oh, Alicia Jenkins, Badger Mountain 50K. Cool, cool, cool shot. Love running shots like that. Uh, Justin um, from Sturbridge, Mass. Got a great shot in. Um, beautiful trail there off to the side. And uh, let's see. What was the other one? The winner. Oh, yeah. Let's throw out the winner. This one it was super cool to me. Had so many elements, right? A bridge, a mountain, some trees, a trail, some water. Goes to Alex Hill, Deception Pass State Park in Washington, was a winner this week. We'll be using that photo for our single track session. So keep those coming every Sunday. I'd love to see a lot more next week in the season with this change that's going on right now. Uh, should be some just absolutely stunning photos out there. 
Um, so yeah, congratulations to Alex. We're going to use that one, but uh, keep posting. Woody Footies every Sunday will announce a winner. And thanks again to Turtle Miller, good friend of the show, Caldwell Banker in St. George. If you're looking for a place to live, a little summer home, you want to invite me down to, I'll go in with you. You know, pay you like I don't know, a couple bucks a month. Full time, every month too. I'm not not just when I'm there, but every month I'll give you a couple bucks. Um, if you're looking for a place, uh, hit up Turtle. He's just a good guy. He's part of our community, and uh, he's not going to steer you wrong. There's things in life, houses and cars, man. You got to trust the person you're dealing with, and uh, I'd trust Turtle pretty much with everything but my beer. All right, next up, let's talk. All right, let's get in some Ask Trill Manners. There's quite a few this week, so thank you. Please keep those coming. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the show, even though I'm not super educated, um, educated. But these are some good ones. This one is from Kathy from Virginia. Um, do you think there will be any more Barkley finishers? What about a woman finisher? Kathy, yes and yes. I do believe there will be more finishers. This year, from my understanding, was just an extra tough year, if that's even possible at that location. Um, there'll be more finishers. It is, I mean, we got to break it down. This is not your normal race. Um, it's not everybody's favorite as much as there's a lot. I, if you're on one side or the other, you're into this or you're not, there's that medium ground. It's an, it's an orienteering race. It really is. Um, you got to be comfortable orienteering. I think more people are, are training for that and more serious with it, but I absolutely... I'm, I'm confident both ways um, that number one, there's going to be another finisher just because human nature we're, we're there's too many people out there that are get her done type folks. What about a woman finisher? Absolutely to me. Um, I know there hasn't been one yet. I know there's really not that been real close either, um, but man, there's some tough women out there. So many, and it's going to happen. Trust me, it, it'll happen. I'm not going to say next year. I'm not going to say, you know, when, but it's going to happen. And, I can't wait till it does, and it better blow up. I mean, it better be crazy blow up how awesome that would be. Um, but it is going to take a Herculean effort by whoever does it on the men's side, and the same thing with the women. It's, it's just it's just one of those things. Um, but yes, Kathy, yes and yes. All right, here we go. This is about my April Fool's joke, so thank you, Maggie from Washington, for calling me out. Maggie writes, you teased about doing a 200-miler on your April Fool's podcast. Would you ever consider doing a 200-mile race? Question mark. If so, which one would you pick? Question mark. P.S. Do Bigfoot and I will crew. <laughs> so, um, Maggie, we got to meet first. Can't have you crew me if I don't know you, just because that's creepy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would absolutely take you up on that offer. So first off, would I ever consider doing a 200-mile race? I think most people that listen to the show when we talk about 200-mile races, right now, um, I can't say I would never consider one. I think that's really bad. I mean, years and years, I'd have never – I mean, think about it. I would have never considered a 50-mile or a, mar- a marathon, um, 100. I've never considered any of that at one point in my life. Um so, yeah, I mean, would I consider one? Yes. Um, all the stars have to align. And for me, honestly, one of the big things is the uh, financial commitment. Um, I'm not knocking the price of the races. I think there's a lot that goes into them. I'm not saying they're overpriced. I'm just saying that that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of coins from the cushion. And I only have one couch. So that's probably one of the things for sure. 
Um, and obviously 200 miles, it's still hard for me to wrap my head around being out on a course for 70 plus hours, which is definitely what it would take me. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's whatever. Consider it. Yes. Okay. How about which one would you pick? Well, I'll tell you which one I wouldn't pick. And I think you've already answered that. And we talk about sand way too much. I don't think I would do Moab, not because it's 230 or eight or four, 240 miles, just not my cup of tea. That's all. I think the desert is beautiful. I've gone down to Moab. I love running in Moab, but not for that far, that long. Um, just not my thing. So I'd be, it, and I don't know the, I've never been on either course as far as Bigfoot or, um, Tahoe. I've had people, friends that have run it, talked to a lot of people on the show. Bigfoot uh, intrigues me because I believe in Bigfoot and Bigfoot's super cool. Like I'd love a Bigfoot tattoo, have Bigfoot books. Um, and I love Washington. So all that jives, but, uh, logistically maybe Tahoe, um, makes more sense. And I don't know. I, I think it would, it'd be one of those things where, Financial would have to fall into place. My commitment would absolutely have to fall into place, which I know I'm not there yet. Um, and then it just boils down to time of year. You know what I got going on? It's a big commitment on time, uh, friends, money, everything else. But I'll tell you what, Maggie, if I do Bigfoot, I will hit you up um, for sure. But it's, it's not going to be 20, what are we in, 2019 for sure. Can't speak for 2020. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Consider it. Yes. Okay, I'd consider it. If it was, it'd be Bigfoot or Tahoe, and we'll leave it at that, Maggie. But thanks for the question. Um, or if you want to sponsor me for one of these races, then you know my my interest level might peak a little bit more. But uh, but yeah, that's it's a big commitment, and I think the same thing goes. Like if I did a 200, I'd absolutely 100% want crew and pacers. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm I'm to the point where I think I could do that by myself. Like I'd want to do a hundred at some point by myself. Um, and I think that's also a big ask, you know, I think it's a big ask and I know people out there would do it. I know, you know, there's just amazing people, but it is, it's a big ask. It's a big commitment. Um, and I would just have to be a hundred percent, no questions asked, gung ho on board, blah, blah, blah. All right. How about the next one? We got two more questions and then we are going to wrap it up for this show. All right. Here we go. This one is from Max from Colorado. So Max, um, your question to me was, have you ever thought of doing video recordings of your podcast? I love listening to them, but how fun would it be for people to see behind the scenes and join in on the laughter? Max from Colorado. Max, super simple answer to that is uh, yes, absolutely, and we will. Um, and I don't have a date for it, but it's been on my – I'm an Apple guy, right? A Mac, right? I have an iPhone, an iPad, which I'm selling right now if anybody's interested – um, and I have a MacBook, and I use my, what is it called? Your, not your notes, but your reminders. And I have a list for trail manners, and one of those is to do some videos. And it's maybe not the whole show, but snippets of, of the shows. So right now, I am going to do that. Just right now, just myself. It's not going to be fun. Um, but yeah, I'm absolutely going to do that. And I think it is, would be a lot of fun for people to kind of see the reactions. I know one time me and Joel had, such a gut buster. We were almost on the floor and I did record a little bit of that, but we will be doing that moving forward. And it's always, it's been in the, in the hopper for two years easily. Um, but I'm not comfortable in front of a camera, like a microphone. I'm kind of used to now, but in front of a camera, yeah, I'm one of those. Yeah, I'm not good at it, but, uh, here we go. I'm going to start recording one right now and we'll put it before the show launches. It'll be on the Insta kitty. 
as Joel likes to call it, or maybe even the Facebook thing. So um, thanks for the question, Max. All right, next question on the Ask Trail Manners, um, which we're going to be talking about here, is, this is from Billy from California, um, which is a good one. It says, have you ever, oh, that's it, what requirements do you have for people to be a guest on the Trail Manners podcast? Well, Billy, that is a great question. Um I don't know if we have requirements. I think there's things that you have. There's boxes that have to be ticked. Sorry, I just took a drink of my beer as I'm videoing, and I'm not used to doing all these things at once. I have a beer, my phone, and I'm trying to talk. So I'm going to cut the recording. And now. All right, so there we go. That was for you, Max. Um, What requirements do I have? I guess, well, I think what everybody needs to know right up front Pants are optional. I mean, really, pants are optional on the Trail Manners podcast. We don't talk about that a lot. Um, it's kind of one of those Barkley things. It's kind of underground. But, yeah, pants are optional. I think that's first that people need to know. Um, second, as we get more serious, not that pants aren't optional, um, I don't I don't want to talk to people that are just here to promote themselves, their brand, or their product. Um, we get, I get hit up all the time. Hey, I'd love to be on the podcast. I'd love to talk about this, 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 this. I'm not against these things. Like I, I get we're a platform, and I, but the more I, the the more jaded I get in life, um, I'm not just here to help other people make money or help other people just strictly promote themselves. Now, have we had that on the show? Absolutely. Will we continue? Absolutely. Because I think there's a good trade-off there. Um, if you want to be on the show and you have a great story. I'm all for that. If you're running around the United, the world, right, <laughs> and you're trying to promote that, that's a good story to me. I'm good with that. But if you just want to say, hey, I've got, uh, um, let's throw something out there. Hey, Eric, I've got this brand new pair of compression socks coming out. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm not going to put you on the show until I've tried them out. I have to believe in something before we want to get you on. I don't want a uh, controversy. I'm not a homer. You're not going to pay me enough to be on the show. None of that stuff. So it's got to be something we believe in as far as that goes. Um, if it's a race, we I mean, we've had race directors on absolutely talking about their races, but it's got to be something we believe in. I'm not here to help race directors just to make money or, or fill their race. Have we done that in the past? Absolutely. But there's there's got to be this balance of what's what's my listener getting out of it, right? Are my listeners going to enjoy this podcast? Or are they going to see right through it as, oh my gosh, this person's promoting themselves? I don't want to do that. That's just the way we have always done things. Um, I can honestly say every podcast we've done, um, it's been with people we know, people we believe in, people we trust, people that are good people with great stories. Um, I don't want that to change. I'm not going to put people on just to promote getting more likes, getting more follows, all that stuff. I want people to have a good story. And if, and if it, correlates with that where maybe it does help them out that's that's fantastic right we are a platform um obviously we've talked about it not beating a dead horse i'm not here to get rich this isn't my for for a lot of people i keep getting asked this question let's clear this is not my job this is a labor of love um some people ask so is all you do is trail manners folks i wish that would be that would be my dream job and i think Everybody out there would get a payoff of that because it would be just a different thing. Uh, the time, the energy, everything else I could put into it would be amazing. Um, but, yeah, it's not my job. I still have a full-time job. I volunteer for the Ogden Trails Network. 
Um, what else do I do? I put on races. Um, I coach kids soccer, comp state level soccer here, uh, under 13. So 12, 13 year old boys. I do that. I have a daughter, right? Um, I have more time on my hands. I'm not married, but there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, irons in the fire. So this isn't my full-time job. I would love it to be, but unfortunately it's not, um, so I'm not going to get rich at it. So it's got to stay that labor to love. And I had this conversation with Joel just yesterday um, at a meeting we had. Um, I will continue to do this as long as I continue to enjoy it. And I don't see myself not enjoying it much more, but it does take up a lot of time. It takes up a lot of time. And obviously when I don't come out with the show on Tuesday, that's very disappointing. On my, I'm probably more disappointed than anybody out there, for, without a doubt. Um, some of it is my fault. Some of it is scheduling some, whatever it is, but to be a guest on the show, it's, we're not here to make money and, and, and sell and everything else. Do I do sponsors, all that stuff? Transparent. Absolutely. Again, it's gotta be something we believe in. Um, and I'll, I'll plug stuff because I can, and it's my show if I love it and believe in it. Right. Um, and that's just the way it's going to be. And I want to just keep it for the listener. I mean, the reason I do it isn't for me. I don't sit and listen to myself uh, record a podcast. You know, it is uh, 7.30 at night on Wednesday. This launches tomorrow. Looking at the mountains, watching people walk through my parking lot. You know, I could be doing something else, but this is what I love. I absolutely love it. And even if I had 10 listeners, and maybe I do, I'd still do it because I love it, and I love meeting people. So, Billy, such a long-winded Ask Trail Manners answer, so my apologies. So, let's get back to it. The, the bones of it. What requirements do you have for people to be a guest on the trail? Number one, gosh, pants are optional. That has to stay there. Um, after that, again, I want good stories. Um, it's not like I have requirements. I, I, I rarely tell people no, um, but there's just so many people out there. So it's not like I turn people away, but it's, if it's a good story, I'm all about it. I love telling stories. I love listening to stories. I love this community. So if you've got something involved with it, I'm all, all on board with them. I mean, we've done podcast with, uh, and she's dope too, which is an organization. And they've had this uh, film festival for a few years. We've done their podcast it has nothing to do with trail running. So it's a little out of our comfort zone. Me and Joel did those together, but it was a great cause. And it was still the outdoor and it was still good stories um, about good people doing great things for other human beings. And, and that's, uh, that's a positive at the end of the day. And why do we stick to trail running? Because I know trail running more than I know mountain biking. And I know trail running more than I know taxes and stock market and everything else. And I'm not an expert. And I think that's what makes it fun is uh, most of what I say can be taken in a billion different ways. So anyway, thank you so much um, for all the Ask Trail Manners questions. Kathy, Maggie, Max, and Billy um, for all the questions. Um, please keep those coming. Silly as they could be personal nah too personal um but you know fun let's uh let's keep those coming again don't forget about woody footy don't forget to register for the gib wallace race and don't forget folks seriously check out hempdaddies.com um, i'm getting my my phone's blowing up today um, people talking about it asking me questions um folks i i mean this 100 percent. i hope those that have listened to me long enough understand that i too would love to be known as someone that's just real authentic and, and just a normal person like not some a-hole or promoter or anything else but um give it a shot if you if you're if you're on the fence and you want to try one um man go with hemp daddies um caleb's a trail runner it's a family it's his is his business um support another trail runner and and i cannot i've tried it and it's legit and it's for the right reasons it's 
you know, WADA approved for those that are worried about it. I know there's some other controversial things about it, but please go to the website, check it out. Um, so I want to thank him once again. You're going to hear about Hemp Daddies the rest of this month, okay, the rest of April, so get used to it. Um, but definitely thank them. And again, I want to, we didn't pick up any more Patreon supporters this week, so we're still at 26, but you know what? That's fine. I appreciate all 26 of you that have jumped on board and, um, supported the show. Again, a lot of you are doing $2 a month, which is absolutely amazing. Like I know I've had people say, sorry, don't be sorry, man. That's awesome. That's two bucks a month. That's fine. I'm serious. Um, I appreciate it. It helps this go. Um, like I said, it's a labor of love and any little bit comes in. It just makes me say, th- it's, it's me thanking you almost saying thanks for, for believing in it and supporting it any way you can. So thank you so much. If you do want to participate on the Patreon, you definitely can do that at patreon.com backslash trail manager. Go to our website. There's a link there. Um, hopeless plug, but, uh, plug nonetheless. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned for more. Uh, again, uh, don't forget to go back and listen to episode 138 with Mike McKnight. And please stay tuned for our next episode, um, number 139. It's going to be fun. Debbie and Jim are both amazing people, good friends, and we're going to have some fun with it. But it's also going to be pretty good to hear about, you know, just that mindset of coming back from an injury, the emotional side, you know, the part where you're banging your head against the wall. I mean, I've had minor injuries, but these are legit torn Achilles, and I'll let Debbie, you know, go into hers. But uh, it's going to be a good show, and it's going to be fun. So if there's other topics out there, other guests you want to hear, please send them my way. The idea here for Trail Manners, um, Eric Manning, is to be consistent every week. And I'm going to do my darndest to do that, folks, so I do apologize that we took some time away. Uh, but, yeah, hope you enjoyed the show. This is Single Track Session. My name is Eric Manning with the Trail Manners Podcast, and we are out.